Welcome, this is the McWilson Wickham podcast where we talk about everything and anything relating to running our property investment business. During each podcast we're going to discuss topics that have an impact on our business that we find interesting and we'll hopefully be sharing some lessons from experience along the way that other people might find useful. We'd love to hear what you think, so feedback, questions or podcast topic suggestions would be welcome and can be sent to podcast at mcwilson.co.uk. So thank you for joining us and let's get stuck into this episode. Enjoy. Oh, hello everyone and uh, welcome to this edition of the McWilson Wickham podcast. Uh, today we are going to be talking about how to set up a JV business for the first time. And I've got Colin Wilson here with me today. Hello. And uh, your JV business partner. Well, we are exactly, <laughs> and uh, and and we've been running a business together for over two years now, mm-hmm. and uh, successfully. Yep. It's Along probably, with my lady wife, Lindsay. Yes, uh, who unfortunately can't be here with us today. But we just thought we'd take some time to discuss or chat about what's our feelings on a successful JV business and how it's been set up and what sort of nuggets of insight we can give to our listeners as to maybe how to help them decide if they want to set up a JV business and if so, how they might go about it with a bit more knowledge than maybe we did when we started. Yeah, absolutely. Set off on, on the right foot, I think. So um, I guess I'm speaking for myself, but hopefully speaking for you as well, which is I think we've got what feels to be a relatively collaborative and successful joint venture. Um, I would agree. It, it feels like we've got pretty well-defined roles. We're comfortable with the direction of the company. Um, we've got quite a shared vision and where we're going. And I think we've managed to grow our business at a much faster rate than we would have done had we been trying to do it individually. So I think we've got quite a lot of benefits in running what we believe to be a pretty successful and healthy JV. And I think that isn't always the case. So I guess we've both got experience of either joint ventures that went badly or I've known others that have entered into joint ventures that have perhaps not had quite such a successful collaborative relationship. They've ended up parting ways. That parting ways can sometimes fill a divorce <laughs> because you're <laughs> breaking up with partners. You've got shared assets. You've got to tear apart a business. So it can be quite a painful experience that we've seen people go through. And I think what we wanted to quick chat about was how best to avoid those things because we obviously both believe in the benefits and the strength of having a JV. Yeah, I think uh, there's a huge amount of, of positives. I, I totally agree that there's no way I could have built a business that we have between us purely on my own. Yep, speak totally the same, and, absolutely. And the amount of time, effort, support that is given between the three of us is is actually, you know, a hugely valuable thing. And, and it certainly has meant that we've been able to scale the business in a in a much quicker time than 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 ever we would have been able to. Yeah, but I think agree. that's based on some solid foundations. Yes. So to start with, Lindsay and I communicated via a Facebook property group page, and the dialogue really was one of almost literally like getting to know each other in terms of. I think Lindsay was looking for a portfolio. Careful. of <laughs> <laughs> She's not here to uh, tell me I'm wrong. That's so. my wife, man. <laughs> so she was, I think, at that point, looking for a portfolio of properties to use for rent service accommodation, which was what you two were both interested yep, in. Absolutely. And 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 I had some port- a portfolio of properties that I was suggesting might be useful. So that's how things started, but it took it took a fair number of meetings and time before we actually set up a business. And 
You were saying it was about a year? I think it's about a year, yeah. yeah. And uh, in terms of what happened during that year, I think it's safe to say that essentially everyone got to know what the other person was like. And for you two, that was for, you know, working potentially with me. And for myself, it was more just trying to suss out whether or not you guys were scamming me (laughs) at the start Um, or, or whether or not it was a... Uh, something that was a viable opportunity. Yep, absolutely. And and a lot of looking aside, I guess that that genuinely was part of what you were doing, which is there's a bit of a not a cold call, but there's two people you don't know have suggested this thing to you, um, and you've got to do that phrase we'll probably use quite all that due diligence to make sure that we are who we say we are and we're, we do it the way we say we'll do it. And due diligence on a, a business strategy that I had no experience on. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think one of the the ways in which I did my due diligence was to sort of ask you a lot of questions about how to how it was going to work um and then kind of without deliberately trying to deceive anybody i was actually going to test it out and see if this actually worked because part of me wasn't very sure Mm -hmm. uh, i guess and and i realized that it was something that could work but i needed help and i could see why you were asking for help and i think that was part of the a sort of mutual respect and trust that then then ensued from that was you know i can see what you're trying to get at i can see how it could work but we need to do it together yeah i mean i actually think when you were setting up that um flat as an ic you're quite open about doing that i think you were quite transparent I'm like, I, I'm I, I wouldn't have this. done it without telling yeah, you yeah. so i think you told us i think we were quite happy to give you all the information and, and answer all the questions that you had because we viewed it as being like this is a bit of a try before you buy if if we can't have a clue about how to do this. He'd be quite right to walk away. And if he does decide to take the information and set it up himself, well, power to him, I suppose. And in hindsight, we managed to test another area. Yeah, exactly. Of, yeah, we've got quite good market research. Yeah. yeah. So in hindsight, it all worked out for the best. But I suppose at the time, n- none of us really knew exactly whether or not it was a, mm. a viable business. And and part of the, the whole process over that period of time before we even set up McWilson Wickham as a company um, was actually just to to really gain a bit more experience of you running your service accommodation property elsewhere I think that was the one in Bells Hill at that time yep, um, was. which obviously we, you still run still have yep. um, and and from from my point of view actually getting an idea of of how communicative approachable and trustworthy and and how how much this could actually work because we were essentially talking about setting up a, a business from the offset as being remotely operated and and i think that that in itself is a, a very key point to to highlight is we we had some fairly in-depth discussions about how we would actually set up a business before we even actually went through with setting it up yeah didn't so just... i guess so for those that may not know that are listening um matt was well at that time was based in glasgow um myself and Lindsay were based up in aberdeen and the, the concept of the business was Lindsay and i would operate it remotely from aberdeen so uh, i guess if you that's obviously infinitely doable because we're doing it but you have to be very aware at the beginning that that's how you're going to set your business up because it does drive you to be systematized almost immediately because you can't just pop around with uh broadband router when one breaks or fix a leaky pipe you have to be aware of the fact you're running it remotely yeah and i was working full-time as a doctor um so my time was taken elsewhere i could not have entered into a business where i was going to be the person that was going to go around and fix these problems no one of the reasons you wanted people to run your properties was you didn't have the time capacity to do it yourself yeah and that was how my vitalettes have been set up yeah. and they are still successfully run <laughs> in such a way so so from Hashtag passive income uh, <laughs> does it really exist 
there's no such thing as a free lunch i think is my response to that and and um and and if for anybody who's thinking of setting up a a joint venture partnership or joint venture business i think that's probably the 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 only thing i would ask them to remember from this podcast is actually sit down make sure that you've seen the whites of the eyes of the person that you're actually going into business with and be happy that you know when it gets tough that you think this person or people will will support each other uh, because inevitably there are things that are difficult about running a service accommodation business as with any other business i'm sure and if you can't convince yourself that when it gets particularly difficult that they're going to be there then you don't really have a very good JV business, in my opinion. And and I've been through that process where it's got difficult before in the past and I've been let down. Yep. So I think I speak from fairly uh, good experience and not so good experience. Yeah, I think you have to ask how will my relationship with this person be when we disagree. Uh, you've got to get to know them and, and realise what it'd be like if you aren't aligned because everything's easy when you're aligned. It's... Um, like the, the honeymoon period of cliche, isn't it? That oh, if you're yeah. if you're in agreed and you're aligned and everything's rosy, then great. But what happens when you if you don't agree on something and you've got to have a bit of a difficult conversation? Would you be happy sitting down over a coffee and having that tough chat, or would you think, man, I'd, I think I'd probably send this person an email rather than speak to them? There's always a bit of a red flag. So you have to you're going into business with the person, um, and you have to get to know them and be comfortable with them. And I think it's fair to say at this point, you know, we set up a business which had equal share. Uh, for everybody you know this is this is something that we we all work equally hard at in our individual roles which we've documented before now Mm -hmm. and it's something that even though we said it was equal share at the start it's fair to say i hope you don't mind me saying but yourself and Lindsay had significantly more capital to put in at the start Mm -hmm. than than i did so although it was an equitable business startup there were certainly inequalities in in terms of uh, one ultimate knowledge over the business i'd say that it's fair fair to say you guys had more knowledge about how to run them mm-hmm. i maybe had some knowledge about how to get one mm-hmm. um and that was probably the the trade-off but equally the the actual financial side of things the actual capital that, that you guys were putting in versus the amount i was putting in was in some extent it would be described as slightly more risky yeah i'm sorry uh, on your part but yeah that was a, a risk that we all understood mm-hmm. and we discussed this in many many lengths before any of this actually happened and what would happen in the worst case scenario and we have perfectly reasonable agreements to say yep. obviously people get their capital back but yeah but i mean as a it's practically got a prenup isn't it as you you went to exactly what happens if it all goes wrong yeah um and i, I think that's not to necessarily think that it will go wrong it's not entered into with any sense of pessimism but it's entered into with a sense of pragmatism that you've got to be very clear what happens if things do go wrong yeah um or just the, the you decide to take the business in different directions. And I think being upfront about that and taking the time to sit and talk about it and be clear about it, it just mitigates so much of your risk going forward. And it and it just makes dealing with any issues that arise through through whatever reason. I mean, there are some things that might happen that none of us can predict. Yeah. But if they happen and it means that we have to enact these agreements, then fine. Yeah, it's you know, much easier to discuss these things when there's nothing at stake than when there's everything at stake. Yes. So doing it up front before you've put anything into it is infinitely sensible. And and that's that's part of the uh quote unquote due diligence. Yes, that is um, absolutely of, yeah. of how to, to to find a JV business partner. And I think that's you know, in, in, in our sense, that's exactly what I think everyone was doing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we were we put a lot of effort into figuring out 
what direction we wanted to go and what everyone wanted out of it. And we're very honest about that from the beginning. We, I think we were transparent that we wanted revenue pretty quickly. We wanted to get to a certain size. This is the amount of time we wanted to invest into it. This is what the end goal was, um, at least as far as we could foresee. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was before we actually done any work or effort into it. We were quite upfront about that. And I think both, at least myself and Lindsay, were in a position of the few decided, I don't, I'm not happy with any of that. You could have walked away with no hard feelings it would not have been a negative thing it would have been a disappointing but yeah. it wouldn't have been a we'd view you negatively there wouldn't have been any um, and vice versa I yeah, suppose it, that's, was that's a, the thing. it would have been an amicable agreement up front with, um, and I think that's pretty important I think people quite often end up into things without necessarily having that conversation about what are you trying to achieve with this what's the end goal at least yeah. within the next five years and once we get to that five years what do you then do and I think that's really important yeah and and I think having that sort of insight to actually talk about that before you start um it's it's very easy to stop things before they've begun absolutely once you've started down the track of registering a company on company's house and you know there's a whole process that you have to go to even just to shut down a company on company's house yes i mean it's, it's it takes 20 minutes and 12 quid to set up a company mm-hmm. it doesn't take 20 minutes and 12 quid uh, to stop does it not. um i've got experience of friends that have been 18 months trying to close down one of their companies yeah because it can be a long the process now that's a relatively straightforward split actually yeah um, so it's amicable it's um they're all perfectly aligned and there's no acrimony there but it still takes a it while. doesn't yeah it doesn't just happen in five minutes yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah it can take a significantly small amount of time yeah in exactly. comparison to start up something that that you want to quit very quickly so exactly but and then i think um it's unquestionably a really beneficial thing to do though if you can find people that have got um different skill sets but similar mindsets yeah that can help you build a business of scale if you want that the exponential benefits you get from having all your skill set bases covered but with a mindset direction that's in the same way is hugely powerful and like as you said at the beginning there's no question in my mind that we would have the business of this size if we didn't have the jv with itself because it the, the gaps you plugged were skill sets we just didn't have we'd have to get from somewhere and like vice versa yeah oh, absolutely and 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 we're now sitting here you know two and a half years down the line from setting up the company yeah and i no longer work full-time mm. No, do I. And um, that has enabled you to spend more time with your wife, wife and, newborn son. and newborn son. Uh, and equally for, for myself and uh, and obviously my wife, and, and yet, as yet unborn child. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think it feels like we're just getting started, to be honest. It feels like we're almost just getting out of the introduction of what McWilson Wickham's going to do. I think we're getting clearer plans about what the future could hold that we're probably going to be talking about, actually, in eight weeks or something. Yeah. So I would imagine um, once we get the... 10th property on we'll have that regroup and i think it's just getting started and again i think that it's we started the jv with the perspective of right once we've got x number of properties we'll sit down and figure out what the next stages are and i think that's the way to do it is collaboratively build it as you go forward yeah and things change over time so it's, yeah, well, it's perfectly right and reasonable to to take stock reassess well, since we started this business we've both got married when we've well, i have a child and you're expecting a child yeah you've moved from Glasgow to Belfast. And probably back and again. And probably back again. <laughs> so yeah, there's been a lot going on in just in this two and a half years. And yet I think the business has carried on as we've been doing it. And very much in line with the vision that we set up to begin with. Which means we must be doing something. Absolutely. I think we're probably covering off all we had to cover off. That's a relatively short podcast for us this time around. But I think we felt a pretty important one. Absolutely. Thank you. Cheers.